What's up, guys? We're back. Average Minds, AK here. And yeah, I know. Why do I keep saying my name every single time I, you know, start an episode? Well, you know, for the guys that have been listening, yeah, I know. You know who I am. You know what this is about. However, you know, we have actually just reached over 500 uh, downloads, which means that more and more people are jumping on this train every day. And for the new guys, this might be their first episode. So welcome to Average Minds. This is AK. I'm your host. And thanks for joining us. All right. So uh, before we get into this podcast, uh, I want to uh, shout out to we have two sponsors that I want to shout out. Um, and first one is going to be Massive Industries. Uh, Massive stands for Mitch Aguiar Smashing Frog. Mitch Aguiar is a 10-year veteran of the United States Navy, former SEAL. Uh, he now uh, and he's a professional fighter. Now owns the company uh, and operates the company uh, Massive Industries, where they sell high-quality uh, supplements as well as high-quality apparel uh, for males and females. Uh, go check them out. They have a 15% discount for military and first responders, so that includes law enforcement, uh, fire, as well as EMS. Okay, our second sponsor is going to be Mighty Blue Detailing. All right, if you are in the Alabama area, uh, check out Mighty Blue Detailing. It is a mobile detailing uh, company that is active duty uh, um, operated and owned. Uh, They do great work. They will have your old car looking brand new, and they do not disappoint. Uh, Check them out uh, at at Mighty Blue Detailing. Uh, that's their Instagram, uh, and for also for you know, backtracking a little bit. Sorry, I'm a little scatterbrained right now. But for Massive Industries is uh, at Massive Industries. I will drop the links for both of those, and they're also on the uh, Average Minds podcast Instagram page as well. So yeah, so those are those are our sponsors, and we are very grateful to have them uh, on board with us for this beautiful, beautiful journey. All right, let's get into today's topic of discussion. And I don't even know if this can really be called a discussion because I'm talking to myself. Man, you guys are listening. So, all right, mind you, everything that I'm about to say is based on my own personal experiences. And I guess you could say opinions. Um, You know, that's why this is called Average Minds because I don't really, I don't really, I try to avoid anything that, uh, it gets too technical, you know, you know, because I'm not an ex I'm not an expert in anything. And, you know, and and for the most part, I don't think most people really are, you know, at least, you know. So I just try to try to keep it light and easy for people to just jump on and be like, oh, okay, I know what he's talking about. Or, you know, I've been there before or whatever. All right. So today we're gonna be talking about pain. All right. Pain. Now the pain that I'm talking about, you know, I, I'm, I'm gonna break it. I'm gonna break it down into three subcategories for just for this discussion or this for just for this podcast, uh, because this at least, you know, I, I feel like it's important to distinguish between these three different types. Okay, so you got physical pain, you have mental pain, and you have 
emotional pain, okay? Now, I'm not going to get into psychological pain because me personally, I have not experienced, excuse me, I burped, um, I have not experienced psychological pain, nor am I a psychologist or a psychiatrist or anybody or any type of person that knows anything about that aspect of uh, pain. So I'm going to stick to the stuff that I have personally experienced um, myself, okay? So we're going to start with physical pain, all right? All right, so, you know, when I was, when I was like a little kid, I was a I was a big bitch, okay, <laughs> and 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 to be quite honest, I, I'm I'm still a big bitch. I'm just I'm just not a little kid anymore. So I guess that makes me a, a big an old big bitch. I guess. <laughs> Anyways, so physical pain. All right. Now you know, for I now I think that for males especially growing up, okay, the culture that we live in today, or maybe not so much anymore, but at least while I was growing up, men were looked at as, you know, strong, tough, at least real men. Don't take offense to this, please. At least real men, real men were seen as tough, hard, you know, they could deal with pain. They were, you know, you know, fearless, all that kind of stuff. You know, nothing could hurt them. Provider, hunter, Da, 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 da. All right. Basically everything that I'm not. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So when, when you think about physical pain, it's like, if we take if we start with, with children, right. And a kid, a little kid falls and they scrape their knee and they start crying. Okay. If it's a little girl, are you more, if it's, if it's okay, if it's, if there's two little kids and they both fall and they scrape their knee. One is a girl and one is a boy. They're both little kids. They're like three or something, okay? They're little. All right, and they both fall and they scrape their knee. One is a girl, one is a boy. And you see this. Are you, when you see this now, some people will be like, all right, well, matter of fact, screw that. No, they're not three, they're five, okay? And they both start crying. Now, are you more inclined, if you see, are you gonna be a little bit more empathetic to the, the little girl than the boy or are you going to you know be equally empathetic to both because you know they're both kids and they're both in pain are you going to be a little bit more you know tough on the boy because you want them to grow into you know a strong tough man and you know teach them to brush little things off because it's just a scrape but to a little kid you know that's the end of the world so all those three I listed, I, 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 I am, I can almost guarantee that there is somebody that there is somebody that would fall into each one of those categories. There is the person that would absolutely, uh, you know, be more empathetic to the little girl. There are people that would, uh, you know, be tough on the boy, and then there's people that don't care if it's a boy or a girl, and they'll be empathetic to both. I'm not going to lie to you right now. I would be the person that falls into the category of, all right, man, toughen up, like for the boy, okay? Uh, I have a soft spot for uh, for females and that, I mean, I have a younger sister 
And I grew up around I grew up around women. You know, most of my family is you know women. So, uh, you know, so I I have a soft spot for women. You know, in that aspect, okay, just in that aspect. Um, I don't like to see them get hurt. Now, when I now when I see a male get hurt, it's not that I don't care. Or a little kid get little little boy get hurt. It's not that I don't care. It's just if if he's the one crying, you know, then who's gonna take who? Like he's supposed to be the one that takes care of the female. It, that's this is just my old fashioned opinion. I think that the male should be you know the protector. I think that the male should be the strong, you know, you know type, uh, the tough the tough guy. Not not the tough guy asshole, but just like you know the guy that can weather hardship without crumbling into a bunch of pieces when something trivial happens. Um, and so if I see a young boy fall and scrape his knee and I, and I notice that it's really just a little scrape and he's falling and he's crying because he just, he cut himself and he's just, you know, in my mind, my mind, not anybody, not everybody's just in my mind, you know, it's like, okay, it's not that bad. I'm like, all right, you know, brush yourself off and get up. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick him up and hug him and kiss him and be like oh oh it's okay little baby you're gonna be fine oh you want me to kiss your boo boo fuck that now yes I'll do that to if, yeah I'll do that to the little to, to the little girl yeah I, all right yeah if you know all right oh okay okay I'm sorry okay you want a lollipop all right yeah bet you know I mean that and that's pretty much you know you know where I stand with that but that's only because you know of of that's just my personal uh uh disposition on the on the uh on that subject now when you get a little bit older okay um and and boys are older they turn, they start growing into men and and I only use that for I only use I only brought the women in for that for that little kid thing all right so um but yeah so like you know you have if if you have like that teenage boy or you know who yeah if you have that teenage boy who's you know, going out for football, you know, in school and he gets tackled for the first time, you know, and all his life you've just been coddling him because, you know, you love him so much, rightfully so, he's your kid, you know, but you never ever wanted him to to get hurt. And I'm not going to lie to you. Like that was always, that's how my parents were. They never wanted me to get hurt. Everything that I did, they, they wanted me to wear extra extra pads like if i was riding a bicycle it was helmet elbow pads knee pads wrist guards butt pads freaking like everything like like i couldn't be more safe okay if i was inside the house so you know but but the thing is is that i and i had to break away from that myself because i could tell that i was getting soft i could i could tell because when i start when i got older and i started to interact with my peers i noticed that my pain tolerance was not to the same level as theirs, okay? Now, how does that affect you moving on, moving forward in life, okay? Uh, a, lot of, a lot of what causes people to avoid trying certain activities, <clears throat> at least what I think anyways, at least my belief, what causes a lot of people, or prevent, yeah, what prevents people from... Uh, attempting certain activities is the fear of the pain that they will endure or the pain that they could possibly uh, receive by attempting 
you know, whatever it is that they, you know, are thinking about doing. Uh, to the point where it could just, it could literally prevent you from enjoying a lot of things in life. You know, I, a pain is, you know, physical pain is not, for the most part, permanent. It, you know, your body is an incredible machine, and I've learned this. I've learned this. I've, I've, I've experienced, some, you know, some, you know, to me anyway, you know, some, some pretty, some pretty painful things, and, but they all have gone away. The, the pain of the moment, that, that surface level pain, that physical pain that you feel from either falling or getting hit, you know, I mean, it goes away. And, and speaking of getting hit, you know, um, getting into a fight, I, I think that, I think that, and this is going to sound really, really messed up, but I think that everybody should know what it's like to get punched in the face. I think that I think that that is a character building moment. I think that everybody should know what it's like to get blasted in the face with a straight right or a hook or an uppercut or whatever. But I think everybody should get blasted in the face at least once because the thing is is that when you it is a char- and the reason why I say it's character building is because when you don't understand what it's like to to receive that that force against you physically you're not going to you're you're going the way you are, the way that you approach things you I think that I think that you will just be just a tad more you, it give me give me one second because I want to I want to phrase this correctly it will provide it will, it will allow you to have the confidence there it is it will allow you to have the confidence to tackle more daunting or you know uh strenuous or or painful possibly painful uh, activities the thing is is that i there's a book called um on combat uh by lieutenant colonel dave grossman if you haven't read it you should read it he also wrote another book called on killing same author um, in the in the on combat book, uh, in the first chapter, uh, he states that the universal human phobia, universal, not number one, just universal. So across all boards, for the most part, I guess, the universal human phobia is human aggression. Okay, so and and he elaborates that that most people are not conditioned to be walking like like most people are not going to be expecting somebody while they're walking down the street expecting somebody to commit uh, a physical act of violence against them okay and and then you know he then he goes on into the fight flight or freeze now some people allow pain to literally literally cripple them a lot of people will just fold up they'll stop they'll stop they'll just completely freeze they'll stop doing whatever they're doing and then they will not go any further you won't be able to get them to do anything don't be that guy or girl Roll with the punches, keep fighting, and you'll get through it. <laughs> Easier said than done, I know. All right, moving on. No pain, no gain. So my version of no pain, no gain, okay? This is, this is how I see it, okay? And we'll just use workout pain as an example. The more pain that I put myself through during that workout, okay, once I 
okay, once that pain is gone and I heal from it, then the next time that I go and do the same thing, I have to push myself to a whole nother level before I can feel that pain again. Okay. Which is essentially, you know, me working out hard and then recovering and then getting better. So the next time I do it, you know, I'm better. And then it's going to take more for me to, you know, get fatigued. But that's just the way I see it. You know what I mean? It's not really just like, you know, go, 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 go until you break. Because that's just, I think that doesn't really make too much sense. You know, if you're like in sports or if you, you know, or anything like that. But I think that, that, uh, that there is, pain is absolutely necessary for, physical pain is absolutely necessary for, uh, for character development and physical development. All right. Mental development as well. Um, it, it can be bad. It can be bad. Don't get me wrong. But I think that the word itself has a negative connotation to it, which automatically uh, makes people think that it's, uh, it's a bad thing. All right. Just remember this. Uh, any situation that you're in, um, if you're in pain, just know that you're not dead. All right. Okay. So mental pain, it's, it's not like that simple. Uh, you can depending on what you're talking about, you can kind of, you know, play with the line between mental and uh, psychological. Um, but what I, you know, the, as far as like, you know, mental pain, what I am referring to is, so it's, it's, it's essentially a battle that you have within yourself, you know, when you're just, when you're making decisions. Okay. Um, and so for example, you know, just a simple waking up in the morning. Okay. Uh, early in the morning, if you like, let's say you, you, you want to commit to working out before you go to work. So you have to wake up at four in the morning and do your workout. And then you have to, you know, shower and get ready for work and then leave. Excuse me. I worked again. If you set the alarm for four in the morning, you're going to get up. And I know this because I personally have done this. You're going to get up, especially if it's winter time, you're going to get up and you're going to just Turn that alarm off. You're going to sit there on the edge of your bed and then you're going to look and you're going to say, damn, it's really four o'clock in the morning. And then you're going to look out the window. And if it's winter time, you're going to look out the window and you're like, damn, it looks cold out there. I don't know if I really, and then you're going to look and then you're going to turn around and you're going to look back at your bed and, then, and your bed is going to look warmer than a motherfucker. It's going to look warm as shit. Okay. Especially because you was just in that bitch and you, and you, and you warmed it up and you'd be like now, and the lights are still off. You really should just immediately, like, when you get up, you should just turn the lights on just to start waking your body up. But if you don't and you're just standing there in the dark <laughs> looking out the window, you, you, I'm telling you right now, like, most of the time, you're, there's your, this is that mental pain that you're going to have to go through forcing yourself to not to get back in that warm, comfortable bed and, give, and be able to sleep for another two hours, you know, and then wake up when the sun's actually up and... uh and get ready for work, you know, oh yeah, you know, I'll just work out after work, okay, the mental pain that I'm talking about, that, that's, you know, probably like at the, you know, it's the easiest way to explain it, it's that, it's that, that anguish, the mental anguish that you have to go through when you are forcing yourself to do something that makes you uncomfortable, something that you don't want to do, that, you know, like I said, like, and this is, this is mental pain, so it's like, uh, you know, forcing yourself to wake up early 
so that you can work out, forcing yourself to eat healthy instead of eating crap, um, staying at work later to catch up, uh, studying a little more for a test. You know, the list goes on, but essentially the concept is the same. It's basically doing things that you don't want to do. That is also character building. It will develop your character. It'll develop you as a person. And, you know, overall, it's, it's better for you. This is, this is a good kind of pain. Man, I'm sorry I'm so gassy tonight. Please do not uh, be disgusted by my oral flatulence. But, um, yeah, so, you know, uh, for mental pain, honestly, it's not really too much. I, I mean, there's also regret, uh, and failure. So those things are a little bit more long-term and regret. I am fortunate to say that I don't have any, and that's not to say, you know, that I haven't made mistakes in my life. However, the reason why I don't have regret personally is because the mistakes that I have made, I have learned from them. And I know that I will not make those same mistakes in the future. And everything that I do from now on will either, you know, help me, help prevent me from uh, making the same mistakes again you know, or I will be able to help somebody, uh, keep somebody from making the same mistakes that I did. Failure is a hard one because as long as you live, you're most likely going to fail at something. If you never fail at anything, you're, you know, you're not trying hard enough. That sounds cliche, but I believe that. And it's mainly because you can't, be amazing at everything the first time you try it. You can't be the best at everything the first time you try it. You're going to stumble and you're going to fail. You know, there's, there is a, a mental, there is a strength that comes from failure. And that is the ability to pick yourself up and dust yourself off and then try again. That's, that's mental right there. Okay. So I think we, I think we pretty much get the idea. I'm not, you know, I wasn't getting into like, you know, like, like sicknesses or anything like that. I was just kind of keeping it on the fortitude, the mental fortitude, you know, the mental pain fortitude uh, channel. Okay. Oh man. So nowadays it is almost impossible to show any kind of emotion without being called a snowflake or being called offended. Okay, you know, and and I find it funny because every for the people for the people that are calling the people that say you know that somebody else is a snowflake get offended when that snowflake says something to them and vice versa or vice versa however you say it but for me it's just like it's funny because everybody has emotions everybody has feelings and you now we're trying so hard to to um to point out how how offended somebody is or trying to point out how 
much of a, a snowflake or a crybaby, a crybaby, or a softy that somebody is. And the there is, you know, they say like you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may never hurt me. And that's some bullshit. Words can destroy you. And if you don't believe me, I'm gonna tell you something right now. There's a story. So, all right. So I was, I was in a car, and I was, uh, I was driving up, and I was in the, I was driving up to, I was in the drive-through of Wendy's. Okay, and I pulled up, and I ordered a number nine, a large, which is a ten-piece, uh, ten-piece nugget with a large fry and a drink. Okay. All right, so when they asked me what my sauce was, I said, can I get barbecue, please? I love barbecue sauce, okay? I said, can I get barbecue sauce for my nuggets? And you know what they said to me? Sorry, we're out of barbecue sauce. My heart almost stopped. Are you kidding me? You're out of barbecue sauce? What are you, what are you doing here? If you, you're out of barbecue sauce, why are you open? Why are, why are you taking my order right now? You you what what am I supposed to do with these ten dry ass chicken nuggets? Am am I supposed to dip them in my drink? It, that I, I am flabbergasted. I am befuddled. I am just I am sad because to me there is no chicken nuggets without barbecue sauce. I don't do that. I don't do that. I understand that there's some people out there. I know some of you guys put honey mustard on those bitches. I know you do. That's not me. I don't do that. Okay. Yes. So please don't be offended, you snowflake. Sight <laughs> on. But you know, uh, you know, it's just like I was like, man, I was like, telling me, telling me you ain't got barbecue sauce for my nuggets is the same thing as if I went over to my boy's house and we were chilling and he handed me the remote, said, "Hey, man, change the channel." But oh uh, yeah, by the way, I don't got no batteries in that remote. What? <laughs> oh my goodness, you tripping? Right, so, yeah, all right, so now you see what I'm saying, right? Words can hurt, all right? I was devastated because, I mean, I'm not going to eat those nuggets, you know? But, uh, no, but for real, though, it's, it is, it is okay to, I, okay, it's okay to show emotion. It's okay to, uh, to have, uh, you know, have feelings and, and express your feelings. Now, I think that there is a happy medium, okay? Now, because this is in uh, is in the in the uh, you know in the aspect of, of of emotional pain, you know things that you can't really fault somebody for for being sad about. You know the loss of a loved one. You know that's something that a lot of people have experienced, myself included, and it is something that can take a very very long time to get over. It is it is emotionally traumatizing and it is very painful. It um your something, let's see, the loss of losing your job and not being able to provide for your family. That can that can have you can have there is a lot of emotional pain that can follow that. Um, there's even emotional pain if you're a kid and you get picked last on a sports team you know because then you feel like you know 
two things, you know, why don't they like me? And also, you know, why am I not, you know, am I not good enough? Now, there are people that, you know, they deal with these things in, in different ways. From what I've seen and personally experienced is, is that you have people that are just over, I don't want to say over emotional. I want to say they are people that just do not care. They, they will express their feelings and they will not hold back. So that's what I'll say about that. They will express their feelings indiscriminately. They, they will just completely open up and, you know, express themselves. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, that does that does make you very vulnerable. I'm not the biggest proponent of being extremely vulnerable. Um, however, I can understand it, especially when you're dealing with something that is traumatizing. Then you have the people that are extremely calloused and they do not show emotion. Now, let's not get these people confused with sociopaths because those crazy motherfuckers... Don't have they don't have feelings, they don't have emotion, they don't have a conscience. Okay, so they they can they can literally slit your throat and then drink an iced tea over you as you bleed out. All right, so that's that's not the same thing. Calloused individuals have emotions, but they hide them or they suppress them. I have done that. I I can I can be that way sometimes. And it is not, at least for me, it is not the best way to be because uh, suppressing those emotions manifests themselves in a negative way and prevents you from getting, from, a, from the people that want to help you uh, manage and, and work through your, your emotional pain or emotional trauma. When you're calloused, you're, it's obviously callous because callous is an armor. So you're, 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 develop, you're, you're creating... A, a force field, you're creating um, uh, a barricade for those people that are trying to help you, they're trying to get close to you, usually your family, your friends, and you're preventing them the ability to help you get through whatever you're dealing with. You're the being callous, you know, for whatever reason, for at least for me, the reason why I did it was because. It was it was two things. I personally felt as though when I did it, I felt as though what I was feeling, I should just deal with it internally, and I didn't need to voice it because, you know, I'm a man, right? I should just keep these things to myself. It's nobody cares, you know, and you know, just go on with your life, right? But the thing is, is that. The longer that you, depending on the severity of what it is, the longer you hold on to these things by yourself, the worse they get because they're not going to go away. Sometimes you need to talk to somebody, okay? Sometimes you need to talk to somebody and you need to um, release that that emotional pain, that emotional burden that you're holding on your heart or your gut or, you know, uh, it can be overwhelming, but... I can't stress how important it is to relieve that burden. Now, understand that, you know, your friends and your family are, unless they are, they're not psychiatrists. Those psychiatrists are, are people that are paid to listen to you. 
family or not, but they know you and they are close to you. And because of your relationship with them, you will feel inclined to, if, if you are the type, if you are willing to, um, you know, open up, then you will feel inclined to open up to them. However, understand that, you know, you can't just take your entire burden, your emotional pain, and then put it on someone else. All right, that's not fair to that person. If they're willing to help you, they're willing to listen, then, you know, you know, be considerate of them as well because it is possible to to put for some people, it is possible to transfer emotional pain. Um and some people, some people will some people that are very very empathetic or something like that, they will take they will take on your pain. There are people that will literally take on your pain. Okay? And that's just not fair to them. But if I could stress anything, it's more than if I could stress one thing more than anything, it's don't be afraid to uh to talk to somebody if you have emotional pain. You're not a pussy. You're not a snowflake. You're not, you know, a weak little bitch. Unless you're just crying about some dumb shit, like, you know, you know, like some some girl that you were talking to, you know, like stopped talking to you or something like that, or and she wasn't even, and y'all weren't even that serious. Like, Nick, dude, just get another girl, bro. Like, <laughs> but like if it's if it's something serious, you know, find somebody that you trust and talk to them. Okay. It doesn't. It doesn't make you any less of a man. It doesn't make you soft. It doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you any of that. Actually, it makes you stronger because it takes a lot of strength, mental and emotional strength, to admit when something is hurting you deep inside, and you need to and you and you realize that that it is wearing on you, and holding it in will only. Uh, hurt you more, okay? So, you know, that's 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 kind of pretty much as as deep as I wanted to get into that. Um, I I, I figured that this 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 podcast was going to be uh, just kind of like a like a touch on something that I'm like the last time I did it was on accountability. This one's on pain, and you know I'm going to do these kinds of podcasts every now and again. Just because these are important, uh, as these are important um, uh, things that you know everybody goes through, and sometimes you just need to hear from somebody else that you know it's okay what you're going through. It's okay, and you're not the only one going through it. So, you know, mind you, I went through all these things in one way or another. I made it through the other side. Uh, nothing lasts forever. Except for this podcast. Hopefully this podcast lasts forever. Not this episode, just the podcast, you know. If I die, you know, then hopefully somebody will take over. You know, whatever. We'll see. But, all right, guys. Once again, this is AK. Thank you so much. This is our 11th episode. We just started our 10th episode. We got over 500 downloads. Uh, We're on all major and some minor uh, podcast hosting sites. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. We're on Google. We're on iHeartRadio. And some other stuff that I haven't even heard of. But, you know, I'm really happy that you guys are enjoying the podcast. Thank you so much for listening and take care.